Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, my friends, and welcome. You are listening to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here, whether you're listening to the show live or archived. I do appreciate each one of you guys. Thank you so much for joining us, and as always, I am so pleased and so grateful for each one of you guys for listening to the show live, archive, for supporting the show and downloading the show on iTunes, the Stitcher app, and of course right here on Block Talk Radio. Much love to all. First, I'd like to set my intention as always. My intention of hosting this show is to inspire transformation and positive changes. I'd like to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life. So you can live the life that you desire. It's really all up to you. So all I ask of you here on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your life. So why don't you live it your way? Just a quick intro. I am the founder and a CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching, leadership coaching, and training company. We also produce promotional products for our guests and our clients. So thank you guys for supporting and sponsoring ads here on the show. Remember, you can always sponsor an ad here on the show. And for more information, contact us at www.yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. Here on the show, we have a lot of different guests. They are experts in their field. They come in and they share a lot of helpful tips and suggestions with you guys. Some of the areas that we cover here on the show are as follow but not limited to our personal and professional growth, money, finances, career, spirituality, health and fitness, and of course, overall, the quality of life. My intention this year is to bring you guys some of the best of the best here on the show so they can share some helpful tips with you guys and some great suggestions to help you live the life that you desire. I just wanted to put this disclaimer out. This show is really intended to be for information purpose and thought-provoking. Of course, I am professional and expert in my field, and so are my guests. So you are welcome to contact me for further information or my guests directly from the information I provide on the show page. So all I ask of you is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your life. So why don't you live it your way? We are going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will dig right into our great show for you guys today. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for being here. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. powerful technique help you in life and business. Neurolinguistic programming, aka NLP, is an approach to communication, personal development, and psychotherapy created by Richard Bandler and John Grinder 
in the 1970s. It's a set of skills and insights used to communicate with others more effectively and help us manage life better. Today, along with our guest Robert Burns, we will help you discover some of the fundamental principles of NLP and help you gain an understanding of how your mind works. Our guest Bob Burns has been in the business of helping others realizing their potential since 1990. He is Master Clinical Hypnotherapist, Master Practitioner of Neurolinguistic Programming, and Reiki Master. Please help me welcome our guest, Bob Burns. Thank you so much for being here, Bob. Thank you very much for having me. And and I've heard you say a couple of times, keep an open mind. And I like to use that little parable. Your mind is like a parachute. It works best when it's open. And uh, Uh. (laughs) there's a lot of truism to that. And what people do not understand, Rhea, about NLP, it's not just NLP, it's language in general or linguistics, is the impact that language has on our emotions. Yes, it sure does. So welcome to the show, and let's dig right into that. So for us, for those of us who don't know what NLP is, let's try to simplify uh, what neuro-linguistic programming really actually means. Can you uh, help us since you are the master uh, practitioner of neurolinguistics? I think I might be able to do something with that. Uh, <laughs> neuro. Neuro is the brain and the nervous system. All right. The brain and the nervous system, neuro. Linguistic is the way we communicate to ourselves and to others and the impact that we have on the nervous system. Mm-hmm. And programming how we program ourselves and others. And I guess a good example of that would be many, many years ago when I was out in Pennsylvania uh, and people would ask me my name and I would tell them, my name is Bob. My name is Bob because my parents thought I might be dyslexic and that's why they named me Bob. And you know what I found when I said that enough times, people would order CDs from my website and about two or three out of every ten would come back because I was transposing the numbers in the zip code. Now, I'm not dyslexic, but I was acting it. You know? <laughs> and so you made, you made believe, right? Okay. Well, you know, oh, you one of the things... What's that? I was listening to myself, and i got to share one more thing, and then I'll let you share what you had to share. But I also stopped at a restaurant one time coming down from Milford, Pennsylvania, coming back down to where my, was, where my residence was at the time. And I stopped at a restaurant for dinner, and the waitress took my order, and then I said, I'll be right back. I said, I have to go to the ladies' room because you get to know me. I like to get a rise out of people. And you know something? That's where I went, to the ladies' room. I didn't realize it until I came out. You have to be very careful what you say to yourself because your body will follow what you say. We listen to ourselves, Paul. Well, you know, the 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 phrase, you know, obviously I'm I'm also um a certified practitioner of neurolinguistic programming as well and I've been using this for many years. They you know, they apply uh NLP in sales a lot, they apply it a lot of the time like athlete you athlete use it. A lot of people who are really trying to change the program in the mind. So with with your help on that one, you know, to clarify it even further, you know, that is just if you think about your your brain or your mind as a computer, you know, computer run on programs, right? 
Your mind uh-huh. runs on programs, programs that get fed in all the time. So there's programs that you are in control of because you've deliberately put them in there. And, of course, the majority are the ones that are involuntarily put in there, right? So, And these exactly. come from a past, yes comes from a past um, um, uh, time, you know, whether you were, you know, you were a baby or a school, whatever it is, the environment that you were all, you know, you were in, and those beliefs, they kept just going into your mind, and then you tell yourself, so when we take action, and that's what we want to really dig in, so we can help people understand how this powerful technique actually really can profoundly change your life for the better, if you understand it, Right? Yeah, well, the thing is, you've got to get past the conscious mind. I tell people that take my classes, I say, you know, your head has five purposes. And they say, oh, what are the five purposes? I said, well, it houses your eyes, nose, ears, mouth, and it's a place to put your hair. I said, otherwise, it just gets you in trouble. I said, but when you listen to your heart, when you listen to your intuition, I said, that is your emotional body talking to you. And uh, and I've heard a lot of business, uh, you know, corporate captains say, I studied this and I studied that and I studied this. And then I wanted to see how I felt about it. And feeling is where we mm. really are. We are mm-hmm. feeling mm-hmm. individuals, feeling. And words promote feelings. And I don't know, I don't know how many people know this, but I know up until the age of 10, the human brain takes in 2 million times more information than at any other time because the brain is wide open and accepting and when parents tell their children you can't do that you're stupid or who do you think you are or something like that and it's all said you know it's all said matter-of-factly but that goes in and then we have to overcome that as we get older and that's where the NLP helps in the way we use language and with the emotions that we use the language with okay I'll give you some more examples as we go along but I mean you know, it's, well, it's, it's like a training of the mind. You train your mind to, to, to exactly. you know, exactly. right, exactly. And I think it's really important. I mean, yes, I am 100% with you on the conscious level, right? But I think oh, we God, really yeah. need to learn how to control our conscious to stay, you know, so like, so here here's an example, right? So I'm thinking, you know, maybe I'm jumping up, you know, because, again, this is not That's scripted. Okay. Jump you know? all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my thinking, right? So an athlete, take an athlete who's about to go compete, right? So there are a lot of athletes use NLP techniques. And this is a proven, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, it's it's not something I just came up with, right? So they, what they do right. is, like, they kept, they train physically, so it's on the physical part, on the physical level, as well as on the neural logical level, right? So you're doing it here and you're doing it there. So you're practicing, you're training, you're training for the upcoming event to compete. But if you don't believe you can win, you're not going to win. So what athletes do, they keep telling themselves and they use positive self, you know, what that's what we're going to talk about, like the the self-talk, the, the subliminal messages that what you tell yourself. Well, if I train enough, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I, I have what it takes to win, or whatever it is that the phrases that they use. But these exactly. are simple techniques, right, that we can start using today. And I think right. that and if, that, you say one it thing, enough, Rhea, if you say it enough, it goes in and you begin to believe it. And when you begin to believe it, then it transfers to a knowing. When it's a knowing, you're a winner. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's we we had discussed beliefs on here on the show so many times, and I know we share, you know, a great guy um, that we know, and actually he was on my show a couple of times, Dr. Eldon Taylor, you know. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the, 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 the self-talk, the, the, the message that you keep training yourself, you already have a lot of things already built in that mind of yours, you know, so when you start changing it, I mean, it, the, the techniques and the, the NLP, they can e- you can even get rid of phobia, right, using NLP mm-hmm. techniques. Because if you understand what the emotion is, you understand what, it, what the picture is, you understand what fear. And one of the examples on that one, and I hope you can come up with something, you know, because I always try to oh, do I like a study about, like, you know, how it works. So here's an example. A few years back. We were on a vacation, and uh, I am very, like, um, uh, well, my fear of height, right? So it's just like when I feel like I can't support my my, my, my feet somewhere, I and, and there's a big drop, like, you know, I, we go on, on, on roller coasters all the time, but if I go on a roller coaster that doesn't have a, a feet support, I'm terrified. <laughs> so we wanted to go bungee, not bungee jumping, I mean, uh, uh, um, uh, what do they call it? Uh what the heck they call it? When you jump from from one tree to another, they call them the the. Oh. Uh, I know what you, I used to do that when I was a kid before I got smart and got scared. Well, this was <laughs> in Mexico, about ten thousand feet. I don't know, not ten thousand feet. Can't be ten thousand. One thousand feet, right? Um, high, right. and we had to climb and climb it. It was about sixteen different uh uh zip lining. That's why a lot zip lining. You zip from one line to another. So we did 16 lines, and I have to tell you, my fear of, like, I would never, like, if you tell me, Rhea, that's what we do, I'm like, yeah, you go, I'm not going, because there's no way you can get me to go. But when I get there, and I have to tell you, there is really the power of the word, the power of, of embedding the right positive message to somebody. So I'm sitting there. In Hawaii, I didn't do it. In Mexico, I did. And I tell you why I did it in Mexico. Because the, the trainers, the positive message that they were sharing, they were sharing about the positive experience. They kept talking and influencing the positive experience. I totally forgot what I was afraid of. Like, I literally was, I forgot what I was afraid of. And here I am, went all the way up there and zipped 16 lines, and I got down there. And I was so grateful that I actually experienced that, you know, had that experience. Well, that's called, that's called an NLP, interrupting patterns. I mean, mm-hmm. all patterns of fear. And when you interrupt that pattern, then all of a sudden, once it's interrupted, you can slip something else in there. You know, you can slip something more positive. Let me just give you a quick story about a woman I worked with who was scared to death and would not go in tunnels. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. And I told her, I said, okay, you're afraid of tunnels? And what I did, I told her, I said, now I want you to close your eyes. Now, the reason I tell people to close their eyes is so that they can use their imagination, because Einstein said your imagination is your preview of life's coming attractions. And Albert Einstein was rather intelligent, I thought. But anyway, uh, I had her close her eyes, and I had her imagine, okay, imagine that she was sitting in traffic about to go through the Lincoln Tunnel, and I saw her tighten up. I mean, her whole body got, like, rigid. And I said, you're moving closer and closer to the tunnel. I said, you're about ready to go in. I said, now lift out of your body, float to the other side, and watch yourself come through. And I had her watch herself come through. Then I had her go back. Then I had her come through again and go back and come through and go back. And I did it so fast because the brain learns fast. The brain is faster than any computer in the universe. 
And I had to go back and forth, back and forth. And when I saw her start to relax and her body relax, we repeated it, and I had her go back into her body and go through again and back and move and back and through and back. Okay, a long story short, I got a call from her about uh, two months later, and she said to me, she said, Bob, she said, <laughs> she said, you know, I haven't gone through the Lincoln or the Holland Tunnel, she said, but I went down to Washington. She said, I was five miles past the Bar Harbor Tunnel before I realized I'd even gone through it. In other words, she didn't notice the phobia was gone. And I've worked with people at height. I've worked with people with stage fright, working, you know, going in front of audiences and everything. And it's very easy to take care of if you know what to look for. You know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just find it fascinating. And, you know, they say also, you would mention that we talk to ourselves internally, and we do. We talk to ourselves. The uh, experts say we talk to ourselves on an inner level through our subconscious 50 to 60,000 times in any given 24-hour period. And they say depending, fortunately or unfortunately, like somebody like Donald Trump, I think it's very fortunate what he says to himself. But, I mean, uh, most people repeat the same thing over and over and over. And from, from just looking around, you can see a lot of it is terms spewing out mediocrity. And people do not think they can get ahead. And let me just share a bit about me, and then I'll get quiet for a minute. But I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've been sober sober 31 years, okay? Uh, I'm an ex-smoker. It's been 29 years since I had a cigarette, okay? I also am not a college graduate, but I've had Ph.D. therapists come to me for training. And, you know, I just think that's amazing because the only thing that can stop us, and you know as well as I do, Mm -hmm, is us. mm -hmm. Yeah, so true. We stop ourselves. We stop ourselves because of programming that we got hit with when we were a kid. Who do you think you are? That's already been done, et cetera, et cetera. You know, money. Don't touch money. You know, money, you don't know where it's been, you know? <laughs> it's all this yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a statement, a statement. I mean, it's it's just crazy how much, you know, uh, um, you know, those like all these programs like just get thrown at us, you know, it's like, don't go outside with you, you know, with, with what socks or whatever, you're going to catch a cold or don't do, you know, like, don't put this on. Like, who makes up these things? Right? Like, I would really like to know, like, who makes up these things? And they make, they become our beliefs. And this is what's so wild. So like, I, but, you know, I mean, I was raised in a different culture originally. And, and I've been here since, you know, well, you know, I came right out of high school. But I have to tell you, it, it's like, it's worldwide, like almost like that belief. That's how powerful these messages are. You think oh, yeah. it, someone else, like a few thousand miles away, will be thinking that same thought, you know, because it was embedded somewhere, somewhere in that universe, and then just like transmit to everybody's, you know, that's how powerful that, the, the, you know, our oh. mind is. It, it's really crazy, isn't it? It's nuts because people do not seem to realize uh, the power of words and what words what words the subconscious understands and which words the conscious understands. For example, uh, I was a woman one time telling her child, don't play in the street. And I said, actually, what you're doing is you're telling him to play in the street. She said, what do you mean? I said, the emotional mind does not know the meaning of the word don't. So what the, the emotional right. mind is hearing is play in the street. She said, well, what am I supposed to say? I said, very simply say, play in the yard. <laughs> you tell people what you want them to do. You do, do not tell them don't. And another thing is how people learn. That's another NLP technique. I was uh, 
I was down at this woman's house one time, and she had a little five-year-old son. His name was Anthony. And she said to him, she said, Anthony, look at me when I talk to you. And the kid paid no attention to her. And she said, Anthony, look at me when I talk to you. And I said to her, I said, you know, I said, your son is an auditory learner. Why don't you say listen to me when I talk to you? And she said, Anthony, listen to me when I talk to you. And he turned right around. You know, when you recognize a learning style, you can get through to people so much easier. And there's, you know, many different ways of telling a learning style. One is the eyes. But, I mean, it's just so fascinating and so interesting. And all these things, you know, people know. You know. I mean, everybody knows this, but people are Mm -hmm. not aware of it. In other words, it's ingrained, so they do not practice it, you know. Well, I mean, it's it, like, again, it's, it's really simple. I mean, like, I, you know, I mean, these guys, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Richard and, and John, like, I mean, they didn't, like, create something that didn't already exist, right? I mean, it's okay. just like, you know, they explained it and they start, you know, they implemented it because, I mean, for the longest time, like, especially, like, treating people with, with phobia and stuff like that. They were they were not focusing on the on the actual cause, right? So it's like it's always the the effect that they focus on to treat the effect versus treating the cause. Like what really caused you to have a phobia? Like what was going on? Like let's go in there and find out what those patterns are, and if we change them in your mind on that neural level, neurological level, then the outcome, the subject will change too, right? Exactly. Exactly. And what I can't figure out is why wouldn't somebody that had a phobia or an allergy, that's a whole other one, or something like that, come to you or come to me? Why would they go to a doctor, get a prescription, and when you look at these things on television, you know, you can, don't take this if you have this, that, that, so you could die, you might die, you might get cancer. I mean, people take this medication because taking a pill... Richard Bandler came out with a pill, but the FDA wouldn't let him put it out. The name of the pill was placebo. And he said to the he said to the, he said to the FDA, he said, "Why not? Everything is, isn't it?" <laughs> yeah. That's well, Richard. you know, I mean, again, these all these programs. I mean, like you know, now you know you can veer off a different subject, but this is the part that we're talking about how you know things affect you on, on in your life, and then we're going to take it to the business level. And then how using NLP technique can help you in your life. So, so take your health, for instance. Take the fitness. Take all the stuff that goes on. There is a, you know, there will be a trend. There will be like a, a people just like hashtagging these things going around. Like you need this, you need that. If you don't, if you have this, you have to take this. And this is somebody else outside of you telling you about you. You see that? It doesn't, yeah, make, that any doesn't sense. make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. sense. So when you take it, when you break it down to that level, you realize if you are doing what everybody else is telling you to do and take, you are really not in control of your life. Someone else is. That's why I don't watch television. I can't stand the commercials. Now, something else that I haven't shared about you yet, and you may not even know this. I mean, we've had a couple of conversations. I'm 74. I have not been sick or been to the doctor in 29 years. Why? Because I do... I do not believe in illness. I do not believe in it. It's not right. something that my body wants. And my, my immune system, plus I created a subliminal CD, your powerful immune system. And I play that a lot, too. That's the inner talk. Like Elvin right. Taylor refers to it as inner talk. But, I mean, even before I created that, I didn't get sick. You know, I do not believe in illness. And I because you believe in health. Because, you know what? Right. You know how... Yeah, 
I'm sorry, I'm I'm talking over you here. But what I was going to say, just to emphasize on, on, on what you're saying, because there's always the opposite of everything. But the natural way of, of life is health, right? You know, right, that's the natural it. way. The opposite is when we don't take care of health, you got something else, right? So that's, that's you know, right. the good and evil. The evil is the absence of good. doesn't mean that evil and good exist on the same equal part. No. The nature right. is good. What we do with the good or we don't use it, it's what creates what we call evil and we what we call, you know, um, like the two emotions, the, the love and fear, right? Those are two emotions exactly. uh, on the scale, right? On the emotional scale, you get the fear on one side and you get the love on one side. But the the natural way of being is love. God oh, yeah. created us. And, I, I mean, this is like sounds like we're reaching, you know, to, to the choir. We're not. But, you know, I mean, we were we were not an accident. We were created in an image of something great, right? Take not something bad. <laughs> Take one of the O's out of good, and what does it spell? It spells God. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I agree. I agree with you. And, I, you know, I'm not a, like I always say on the word, because I want people to think I'm a, I am not a religious person. I believe in God. And God, to me, is just a word, whatever people refer to. But God is everything. Everything is God. Everything that is exactly. good is God. Anything that is mm-hmm. not, it's what we make out of what we were giving. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? I, exactly I mean, does that make sense? <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. No, because I'm not a religious person either. I'm a spiritual person. And I love what Dr. Wayne Dyer said. Now, some people may agree with him and some people may not. He said religion separates man from God. Spirituality unites him. Right. And Wayne Dyer is one of the people I use for a mentor. And, uh, yeah, he I've actually he, he was one of my yeah. Like a lot of a lot of great ones that I had I have learned from, and actually I've learned a lot from Dwayne uh, Dwayne Wire, Doctor Wire Dyer. See, I can't even right. speak today. Well, um, he's amazing. He's about really other amazing. other I, teachers. I yeah, he mentioned a lot of other teachers. He's always mentioning a lot of other teachers that have before him who taught about this, and I go and I find them and I read them, and I'm like, oh, my God, that makes a lot of sense. But the bottom line, what you're saying, uh, um, it, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, all these things available to us, mm-hmm. in us, not outside us. So all we need is yeah. to go regroup, right? This is on the, on, the, right. on, on, on the life level in general, like in just in life in general, uh, is right. to regroup. And think about what those thoughts are coming from. Where believe are they coming from? Are they actually helping you? And then start changing exactly. that language by implementing a different language to your brain and telling your brain the opposite because that's not true. You're telling it that's not true, right? Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, too, talking about the mind. Uh, when I lived down in Doylestown, I rented from somebody And uh, this woman only ate organically grown food. She only drank purified water, which is what I drink. I don't drink soda. I don't drink regular. I drink purified. But I eat orange. I mean, I eat healthy, healthier than some people, but I'm not the healthiest either, all right? But she ate this and she ate everything was perfect. But she was sick all the time, and uh, she had already fought off cancer one time. So I asked her one day, I said to her, I said, what is better for you, what you put into your mind or what you put into your body? And she said, oh, what you put into your body. I said, in that case, Mm. I said, how come you're always sick and I'm not? Mm -hmm. I said, but I don't get on the phone and talk about cancer and talk about illness and talk about the flu. 
I said, but what I listen to is good, positive stuff. And she thought about it for a minute. She said, you might have a point there. I said, I think I do because the mind controls the body. What you think about, you bring about. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you and I, we talked about this off the air, and I know I have mentioned it here with other guests, too. It's it's what you think is how you feel. If you don't know exactly. what you're thinking, ask yourself how you're feeling. So if, if there's go. any doubt, I mean, I, we're not here to, like, like I always mention, I mean, it really, everything takes work. It takes work. It takes for us to really train our mind to think differently, train out, you know, because when you start training your mind to think differently by, you know, the, the, some of the, the things that we were sharing here. And, and of course you can learn from, um, from, uh, Bob and by, we'll share his information. So if you wanted to learn more, how you can practice these techniques, you need to change the language. If that language exactly. is not serving you in your life, you need to communicate with yourself differently it start with you because oh. communication is so powerful. I mean, the two most important things in life is communication and relationship, right? So communication. You if you to... don't have communication, you have nothing. Nothing. Mhm. I mean, that's true in business. It's true in romance. It's true mm-hmm. in uh, parents mm-hmm. and children. It's true in everything. If you know the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing, then the right hand can fool it. You know. Right. <laughs> Right, I mean, you know, and, and, you know, like, like nothing is perfect, right? I mean, like I always say, you know, we have our faults. We, we, you know, we we experience things on a personal level sometimes. Misunderstanding, right? Right. Yeah, well, let's not, yeah. But what I'm just saying, I think if we really try to verify that information, is it so, like, what did you really mean? That's part of the learning how to communicate better. You know, a lot of us will be misunderstood. Or we be in like, you know, and we always say, oh, my God, I'm always misunderstood. Well, ask yourself, yeah. instead of, you know, just like putting that, you know, the, 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 the statement out there, ask yourself, why do you think you are being mister, uh, misunderstood? What, are you, what words are you using? How are you using them? Yeah. Are they clear to that person? Do you want to, like, clarify with them, ask him, did you understand what I meant? Because a lot of times, yeah, I think, if, if we go to that paraphrase. step, yeah. Right. Yeah, paraphrase. You know, and there you got that word in there that a lot of people know the meaning of, and a lot of people don't. And that magic word called assume. Okay, I assumed I knew what you were saying. Well, you know what assume means? Make an ass of you and me. That's what assume is. And uh, you know, you you can't assume. In other words, if I don't know what somebody's saying to me, and in our conversations back and forth, or with everybody else, I've said, "Would you repeat that, please?" Because I just want to make sure I understand the exact meaning. And most of the meanings, too. The other thing that a lot of people are not aware of, and I teach this in my classes and seminars, Rhea, and you you know this, but only 8% of communication is verbal. All the rest is through body language, mm-hmm. uh, physiology, and that came about in NLP. The model for that was Gregory mm-hmm. Bateson, who was an anthropologist. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was the model for uh, physiology. And... Uh, they had four models. They had uh, Virginia Satir family therapy, and that came to parts therapy because she would split the family apart and bring them back together so it worked. And then you had Fritz Pearls, the founder of Gestalt therapy, where you would sit and you would talk with a person that wasn't there, okay, but you would get a lot of your feelings out. And that, to me, is timeline therapy, which I use with hypnosis and with uh, NLP, 
But the main model for the whole thing is Dr. Milton Erickson. And Dr. Milton Erickson is one of the most brilliant therapists that ever lived. And he said there's only one rule in therapy, and uh, that one rule is there are no rules. Because right. each person is different. Each Individual. Is different. And Individualized, yeah. Your, Absolutely. Yeah, tailor what you're doing to that person, and that's what makes the difference. And Dr. Well, Erickson was dyslexic, learning disabled, colorblind, tone deaf, and asthmatic. So he mm-hmm. moved down to Phoenix, Arizona because of the asthma. He could never understand when he was listening to a chorus or something why all those people were standing there screaming. But he was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. And uh, I've read a lot of, I've read all of his books. That's really great. Well, we're going to take a short break, but before we do, and when we come back after the break, we're going to discuss the business part, sales, how we use NLP, what are some of the words that you use to get to, to you know, to get people to listen to you or pay attention okay. to you, you know, all phrases and stuff like that. I, you know, of course, my background in sales, uh, be like, you know, that's like my cup of tea, uh, but you are the master. So we're going to hear a lot from you, but to just summarize what we talked about, you know, in the first half of the um, of the hour, really talking about how you know what is NLP first. You know, um, it's a neurolinguistic programming. You know, you um, you have a, the language that you use in your mind. So you got the 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 whatever happens in your life, the outcome of your life is really influenced by your mind and what you think and how you speak to yourself. And you know, exactly. when you realize there is no limit to the potential of the human mind. What would you do? How would you learn to communicate better? Communication, using the right words, you know, um, communication is a key thing in life, whether it's per- on a personal level or the professional level. And we're going to talk a little bit more. This is really powerful, and I really hope you guys, you know, um, of course, when the show is archived, go back and listen to some of these great tips that Bob's also shared with you. So we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. Thank you. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. What is the secret to success? What propels you to do and achieve in life? How can words have so much impact on our lives? Would you like to learn how to be the master of your life? Bob Burns can help you realize and reach your full potential. Bob is the president of Robert Burns and Associates. Bob has been in the business of motivation, inspiration, and education since 1991 and had earned the title of Master Clinical Hypnotherapist, Master Practitioner of Neurolinguistic Programming, and Reiki Master. He has been referred to as a motivational master by Men's Health Magazine. For more information, please visit www.bobburnsspeaks.com. Again, that's bobburnsspeaks.com. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much again for being here. It's uh, it's an exciting conversation here with my friends and, and the great guest, our featured guest today, Bob Burns, who has been in the business of helping other people, as you heard in the ad, realizing their potential since the 1990s. 
and he is a master clinical hypnotherapist, master practitioner of neurolinguistic programming, and Reiki master. In the first half of the hour, we were talking about the effect, what is neuro, uh, NLP, neurolinguistic programming, and how some of these techniques can help us in our life by, you know, changing our communication um, on, on, a, on the mind level, like what we tell ourselves, change the language, that inner talk, you know, using a different approach to communication, and uh, notice how by reprogramming some of these things or getting rid of some of the programs that you have, you can literally transform and see some crazy positive changes in your life. And now we're going to take it on the business level and um, maybe we can discuss a little bit more how uh, NLP, the practice of NLP is used to, um, to help people in sales to gain more sales, close more sales, and uh, in business in general. Like, how do you communicate with people? Because, again, relationships is so important, right? In business, it's so important. Oh, God, yeah. You in sales, right? Yeah. Bob, welcome back. So let's well, talk about that. I, I just want to we... tell you, once, once I learned this, okay, once I became a practitioner and then slash master practitioner, I had a construction company. And uh, this was back in the uh, late 80s, and just before I started doing this full-time, my closing ratio jumped 20% from 70% closing to 90% closing. And it was done through NLP. I mean, it was done through modeling, mirroring, pacing, and leading, and I'll explain those in a minute. But Mm -hmm. modeling and mirroring are when you model somebody's position. And I'll ask the question out to the audience, the listening audience, you know, if you've ever made a purchase of an automobile, a house, or a major purchase, and you felt that the salesman was your friend, and you liked that person, you felt comfortable with them, they were using NL. Because, right. Because, because you become friends. In other words, people will buy from people they like, okay? And there's a saying in sales that I use on my advertising, and it says, if you can see through John Smith's eyes, then you can sell what John Smith buys. And if you would like to see through John Smith's eyes, model him. Sit in the same position. Use the same gestures. If he's a fast talker, which means he's a visual learner, you become a visual learner. If he's an auditory learner, you become an auditory learner. If he's a kinesthetic learner, you become a kinesthetic learner. You also learn how to tell when somebody's made a decision to go ahead by their physiology. It's very easy. It's called a reality check. And I've closed sales. I've closed sales for up three, three, fifty thousand dollars just by watching the physiology of a person. And when they do a certain thing, I slide the contract across and I walk out with the check. I mean, it's very, very easy once you learn the techniques. And this works for any kind of sales. It works for with people with their kids. I gave a seminar a couple of years ago on how to speak to your children so they understand. And it was based on what I told you earlier about the uh, the little girl who listened to me when I talked to you. And learning how people learn so that when you talk to them, you know they understand. That's the difference. That is so true. So can we do a role play? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do a role play about especially when going to a sale. So let's say um, you are the sales. Uh, uh, person who's coming to my company to meet with me and I'm the decision maker and I need to make a decision on purchasing uh, a product for my company that is going to help me increase revenue. 
Um, or okay. it's going to help me, like, let's just, I'm trying to think of, actually, I wasn't even thinking about this thing now, but I'm just thinking, like, how we can apply it in sales, maybe through role play. <clears throat> we did the role play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, say so. Um, done, say I've gone over the whole thing with you, okay? I've gone over the whole thing with you, and I'm waiting for you to make a decision, and what I would say to you to help you make a decision. Right. Would so, again, you know, based on, I just wanted to like, I'm sorry to, to interrupt you, but I just wanted to, you know, for people who are listening, especially salespeople, this is really could be a very helpful tip for you guys. Um, it's when you um done all your legwork, I call it legwork ahead of time. You've done your research about the company that you're going to, you gather all your information, you know what they're looking for. You are ready to present, right? Is that point? Is yes. that what we're going to do? You're ready to present, and I'm the decision maker. So I can tell you right now that I can sign the paper and do business with you, whether, you know, again, I've done like millions of dollar deals for companies um, in sales yes. doing this technique. So now I got to close. You're going to close me. So let's go ahead and do that role play. You ready? Okay. All right. Okay, now that we've gone over everything, do you? how does it look to you? Do you see what I'm saying? Do you have an understanding by the way I've shown you? Yes, I, I'm just trying to figure out, like, how long would it take me to actually benefit from this uh, um, this product here for my company? Well, that that's actually, that's up, that's up to you how long it's going to take you to benefit. You might not benefit for up to maybe two or three days, but, um, you know, as long as, as long as you see what you can do with it, that's the main thing. Okay. You know, well, what I, I, you know what I'm doing? You know what I'm doing? Yes, I, I yes, you, but you didn't I handle my objection. You didn't handle my objection. Think, right. Well, yeah, because exactly. see, now I'm not do, I'm not talking about something that is going to, you're going to see a change in a couple of days. This is a company that has a big, you know, uh, um, right? It's a, it's a Fortune 200 or 100, whatever. And uh, okay. they're trying to make an executive, you know, purchase, right? So they have a budget. They have, you know, they've done everything. Um, that, you know, but they try and narrow it down who they're going to be, who their vendor, who they're going to be buying from. Now, right. I want to see how long would it take me to actually start benefiting from this so I can see return on my investment. That's my question. Well, depend, depending on the widget that you pick up, you might see, you could see a benefit as quickly as one week, maybe three days, maybe two weeks. It depends on uh, how you see it working for you and which widget you choose. That's called future pacing, by the way. Okay. Okay. In other words, I could say something like, you may not see a difference for up to a week or two, or you may not see a benefit for up to a week or two, but what I'm telling you is you're going to see a benefit without telling you you're going to see a benefit. Okay. I, the, and the why, why would I, I want to do pick, business with you? Right. So, like, why would well, I, why would I want to do business with you versus somebody else who told me I can do it in a shorter time, see the benefit in a shorter well, time? Well, you know, if you and I were in a video where I could show you a lot easier because I'd be sitting in the same position as you, I'd be modeling you, but I also picked you out as a visual, and that's why I'm using all the visual predicates with you, uh-huh. okay, because you talk fast, so you're a visual because you're keeping up with the pictures in your mind, so that's why I'm saying, do you see what I've said? How does this that's look true. to you and everything like that? That's why I'm that's using true. those terms because, right. you know, even though I've only seen your picture and you've only seen mine, but I know you're a visual. You can, can you know what? One. I love that you point yeah. that out because I hope people caught on this. So I was trying to keep, so I apologize for trying to keep pinning you down with the questions, but I want to get to that point, what you just said. Even when you're not sitting face-to-face with somebody, 
when you're trying to close a deal, even if you're trying to do it over the phone and get them to fax mm-hmm. their digital signatures for the contract or whatever, you're going to have to hear them and feel them through the word that they say. Exactly. The rate of speech and the predicates they use. And I knew you were a visual because you talk fast, because you're keeping up with the pictures in your mind. So I knew you were a visual plus the predicates That's pretty you cool. Use. I love that. Yeah, how that's are you going to show cool. me this and everything like that? So right. that's why I went to you as a visual. And then what I did was I future paced you. You know, you may not see a difference for a week or two, but it depends on what the project is that you're with the with the thing is that you're purchasing. So you, you know? took me away from the picture. Right? So you took me away from the picture, right? And you brought me back to what it is that I actually really want it, right? Exactly. So because I'm like exactly. trying to picture it in my mind, like I want it to be in a specific time too, right? Like I already have it in my mind, like, well, it will be nice if I can get this thing done in a couple of days and see the benefits right, exactly. right away. Right. Yeah. And the other thing, the other thing is whenever I have a client come here, and when they leave, I'll tell them, I'll say, look, now, you may not realize a difference in what we did. You may not realize a difference from what we did until either this evening or sometime tomorrow. And what I'm saying to them, like I said to you, you're going to see a difference. But I didn't tell them they were going to. I said, you may not until. And this is a way of getting past the conscious filter. Because the conscious filter is what screws us up. When you can slip past that through the way you speak, Okay, that's the whole thing right there. Slip through it. The way you now, if I was sitting with you to make this sale, I would have done the same thing, but I would have modeled you perfectly. Right. And yes, I and mean, I would so have like, sat you know. In the same position. And people right. say, well, won't people realize that and you're mocking them? I said, absolutely not. I said, they just feel more comfortable with you. And I do that on I my mean, some people don't feel comfortable, like, especially like, you know, I mean, like, you don't want to make a face if they're making a face, you know, but but I'm I'm no. just saying, like, especially when you're in sales, you will, you know, they'll kick you out. I'm like, hey, get out. I don't need you here. You know, well, you have thing, to somehow. The thing, with sales, mm-hmm. the thing with sales is you model somebody. Okay, now I was listening to a, a, an NLP trainer on a stage, and she said she went out to dinner with this guy, and he had a mustache, and he had a piece of food caught in his mustache. And she didn't want to come out and tell him to get the food out of his mustache. So what she did was she wiped her lip a couple of times, and then he followed her because they were in rapport, and he got the food off of his mustache, and he didn't even know what mm-hmm. she was doing. Right. And I've done that with so many people. It's amazing what you can do. Oh, my God. It's called the power of influence. Tony Robbins. Oh, yes, that's exactly it. The power of Yes, absolutely. It's a and great what I, uh, and what I right. do, what I do, and what you and me are going to be doing is the power of rapport. It's the same thing. It's the power mm-hmm. of rapport. And so what do you you know, when you learn the power of rapport and you get into rapport, and rapport is not just physiology, Rhea. You know that. It's, oh, it's yeah, how a course. person learns. Right. It's learning when they've made a buying decision. It's reading body language. Right. Right. That absolutely. Absolutely. You're absolutely correct. So what do you but think? You know what mean? that has hampered me, though, because I have trouble. People find out what I do for a living, and no woman wants to go out with me because you're afraid I'm going to read them. <laughs> well, especially that you're also a hypnotherapist, too. You know, you do yeah. <laughs> like me. But you know what? Okay, so I want to ask you this question for those people who are listening and to to get them to really think about this. What do you think it differentiates somebody who is a super salesperson and somebody who's just an average who's always like getting beat up 
you know, with with you know rejection, right? So what would you what do you think is the key difference between the two? What is the degree there's difference? There's two things. I believe there's two things. One has mastered the sales of NLP, whether he knows or she knows it's NLP or not, but modeling and mirroring and pacing one. And the second one is somebody who truly believes in the product they're selling. Because ah, nice. we're all okay. comprised of energy, okay? And right. when I get excited, I can sell something I believe in. Because you can sell the phone book, right? <laughs> yeah, right. If you really believe in something, you can sell it. If you don't believe in it, you're going to hum and haw. Yeah, but, 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 you know, the, there's a lot of people out there who are in sales, and you know that. I mean, because, you know, I mean, I, I've been in sales, and I worked like a different industry, but I really had to create a passion for what I did, even though that I didn't originally, right? So even right. though that you got into it for the for the, for the the purpose of just making a an, an end meet or making that box, or you know there's a potential for great commission and you can make it earn a lot of money, but you really don't care about the product itself. One of the suggestions that I would suggest here is to really get to learn what you're doing. Because if you want to get better at what you do, learn it better. So you can create oh, yeah. that passion, right? So you can create that passion uh-huh. for that product, and then, therefore, you will get people take you seriously. I mean, I get excited when I talk about things that are very I'm very passionate about, and people can hear my voice, and they can tell me, oh, my God, you are really, truly passionate about exactly. this. I said, yes. That's how well, I feel I about it. I was always passionate when I was selling landscaping and beautifying people's property. And uh, when I came upon a visual learner, somebody who was a visual learner, and I would say, when I look at your yard, I can see this, and I would point things out to them. And I knew they were seeing it because they were visual. Okay? And then I went to a kinesthetic one time, and I said, can you imagine how good it's going to feel when you walk out on your beautiful brick walk? And mm-hmm. uh, you could feel the sun on your back instead of stepping out in the mud. And I mean, it, it, it's it just you know you you become like the person you are selling to. You model right. their physiology. You become the same style of learning that they have. And you know that's not manipulation because they're they called you there. They called you there. So you're not. It's called influence. In other words, the the thing that causes the one of the things that causes the most stress in life for you. Is indecision, and I don't want people to be stressed. You know, okay, I want to so share something that I, I heard you saying, and and this is really yeah. nice. I I found stuff about you, so you know, the internet has uh-huh. everything. Aha! Uh-huh. So, <laughs> in one of your uh, uh, workshop or lecture, you said, once you discover your purpose in life, you will realize you have always know it. Yeah, so, that's one of my quotes. Know, one of my original quotes. Yeah, that's you. That's why I said that's that's you said that. And and mm-hmm. you also said it has been often said I am my own worst enemy. Why not be your own best friend? And exactly. this is again hashtag Bob Burns speaks. Um, you know, so knowing what you know, and and just like you know, I mean, even like for instance, sales, right? So like I always say, if you have, if sales is an art, it's an art, it's a skill, it's a technique that you gotta learn. NLP is the best technique to use for salespeople. I cannot tell you how powerful those techniques are. (laughs) You can pretty much sell anything. So here's you got the Mm -hmm. first, right, that first hump out of the way. So you got to master the art of selling. Second is through the technique of using NLP. Second is find what you love and sell it. (laughs) 
exactly. Why would you tell exactly. something that you don't really care about, like I did, and then learn to love it you, later? If the situation well, does not allow you, yeah, go ahead. You can't be as effective selling something that you don't believe in. You can sell if you're a good salesperson. You can sell anything. I've been told that I could sell ice cubes to Eskimos, but I don't want to sell ice cubes to Eskimos. I'd rather sell ice cubes to people in South America. Okay, but I mean. If you really believe in something, like there was a point back a long time ago where I could go out and sell European cars. I could sell Japanese, but I couldn't sell American. Now they're all well-made. I mean, American cars are well-made again. I mean, you know, it's not like it used to be. But, I mean, I could sell cars. I could sell real estate and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. People say, why don't you do it? I said, because it's not my passion. My passion is helping other people in their sales. And right. uh, if it would be okay with you, I'd like to give my phone number if anybody would like to give me a call. Yeah, we're going to do that at the end that... of the show. Yeah, we have a couple more minutes. Okay. We'll do that at the end of the show. Um, but okay. uh, um, we're also going to be mentioning, you know, you know, for those people who really want somebody to have, you know, um, because Bob and I were thinking about teaming up and providing some coaching on NLP for those, you know, coaching companies. And some workshops and seminars. Yeah, and absolutely. Like yeah. yeah. So, um, but uh, um, going back to the, um, the, the, you know, following your passion, if you are in sales, you know, learn a technique, not, learn to master the, the art of selling because, oh, you know, I hear stories and stories about sales and, you know, like with a, through clients that I'm working with and, and I notice it's like, it's a huge ordeal for a company because you have to realize that's the heart of the company. Salespeople are the heart of the company. So first of all, no companies really no invest. Right, they invest in their people and in, in, in having a good salespeople. I, I mean, I was trained by some of the top, the best of the best in sales, right? To become the person and the salesperson that I am. But I had to learn. I had to put the effort. I had to train myself to believe that I can learn these things and I can apply them in my life. So with all that being said, let's summarize this second half, if you could. I'm going to turn it over to you before we go off the air, and then you can share your phone number, how people can reach you. Okay. And what is it that you'd like me to share? How I would you like to, okay, we, we, did, we summarized, yes, we summarized the first half of, of the show, talking about, like, you know, how, um, you know, using the techniques of NLP, we can really improve and literally transform our life, and now we're talking about business and sales. So, Well, I'll tell you something. I think that everybody should do this, whether they're doing it for their personal life, whether they're doing it for sales, and it's something I did. Back in 1983, when I stopped drinking, I was really kind of a down person. I wasn't happy with me. I didn't like me. And what I started doing, and I recommend this to everybody who comes to see me, and I recommend it on my radio show. I recommend it all over, and that is... Every morning when you first get up and every night when you go to sleep, stand in front of the mirror and just look at your own eyes and say, you know, you're really a great guy or woman. I really love you. You are terrific. And say something positive mm-hmm. about ten times. Now, if you're in sales, that's going to help you in sales because salespeople, more than most other people, they always use a good burst of confidence. And when you get to like yourself, you are confident. If you like yourself, you can be darn near anything. If you like it, if you don't like yourself, then you know you, you're limiting yourself. That's a and problem. That's a, lot of people. <laughs> that's a problem. 
Oh, you know, you I, like I actually yeah, had a mirror. We, we, a lot of the companies that I work for, they've done this practice, this technique with a mirror. I do it like all the time myself right now. Like, I'm like, people think it's like, wow, you know, I'm like, I love me. I love the spirit that I am. I love the person I am. You know, exactly. it's just like positive things. But they use it in business. And that technique, I'm telling you, especially for people who are going to make a phone call, they used to tell us, you put the mirror right there, right? And when you're making a phone call, look at yourself while you're talking because that's exactly what the other side going to see. Right, and smile. People and can smile. smile. No, because, I mean, how you talk, like everything is reflection. Your voice reflects how you talk. I mean, for me, I hated oh, the phone back then because I had a really heavy accent and I felt like nobody can understand me and I was like terrified of phone. And look at me now. I yeah. host my own radio show. <laughs> so, yeah. like... Things is the potentials, you know, of the mind. Exactly. Of the, yeah, it's incredible. Well, you're on my radio show next week, so we're we're swapping back and forth. <laughs> yes, and so. and I uh, just wanted to mention something that we didn't really probably talk about on on the show that you host your own radio show at the Hunter and Chamber of Commerce every Friday at two p.m. And uh, so now, please share, you know, how people can get a hold of you, and then maybe you want to tell them the link for the the. I don't have the link for the Hunter and County. Do you have that handy? Uh, it's Hunter and Chamber Radio. dot com. And the name of the show is Living Consciously. And when I heard you last week on your show talking about living consciously, I said, "Oh my God, there's a female voice saying what I say." <laughs> and I thought that I thought that was so cool. But I mean, it's on the website BobBurnSpeaks.com, and that's B-O-B-B-U-R-N-S-S-P-E-A-K-S because some people leave out a B-S. Okay, yeah. and there's two P's and two S's. And yeah. uh, the, the, all the information for the radio show is on there. And uh, that's also similar to this in so much as it's archived. Okay, so if you miss it, you can still hear it. The best and you can listen to it on the go because I listen to your show on the go as well. You know, so a lot of people, <clears throat> pardon me, you know, they have with, on your smartphone, you can just, you know, tap into the link and listen on the go. You know, you can uh, um, download it and listen to it later. And I really encourage you guys to share the show. A lot of great information has been shared. Look into it. I think Bob had, you know, shared a lot of great tips with you. And, uh, of course, you have his information, how to get a hold of him. And, uh, um, you know, stay tuned for more, you know, because I, I think we hopefully give, we would be able to. My, my phone number. Okay. That, my area code, now this is a Pennsylvania area code. I live in Washington, New Jersey. I'm a native of New Jersey. I was in Pennsylvania for about four years, but I kept this phone number. It's on all my information. 610-462-0804. That's 610-462-0804. My other website is Bob. No, it's not Bob. That's my other email. Wehavechoices.net. That's my other website. And, uh, you know, you can get in touch with me if you have any questions or anything like that. Please call Maria's website or mine for any trainings or seminars that we'll have coming up because we are going to do some together. Yes, we and are. And I nice. really, yeah, thank you so much for, for being such a wonderful guest. I love you for being here, for sharing all this great information, for, for, for enlightening us. And, and uh, um, you know, just so wanted to tell you guys, you know, of course, this concludes our show for today. And I have a great announcement, so stay for that announcement. And let's 
strive to make every moment of our life count. Remember, now is all it is. They don't call me the queen of now for nothing. You know, so, and then realize information gets dumped on you all the time. It's your responsibility to sort through that information and take what is useful for you and dump what doesn't work. Can I share one thing very quickly that has to do with what you just said? If I was to walk out amongst everybody in the listening audience and hand them a bank-certified check for $84,600 and say you've got 24 hours to invest it, not spend it, but invest it, and whatever you have not gotten invested within 24 hours, you have to give back to me. And I do this at seminars, and a lot of people say, I'd invest it. I'd be up all night investing it. Well, just bear in mind that every morning when you awaken, you have 84,600 seconds of time. And if you don't invest them, they're wasted. Right. True to that. True to that. Thank you again so much, my friend. And until next time, stay amazing. And, hey, my, everybody, I'll share with you guys the link for the show for next week so you can listen there, too. Thank you, Bob. Take care, my friend. Okay. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Something exciting and new from your Life Now radio show, a daily inspiration and motivation, and a daily helpful tip to get you going throughout the day. From your favorite host, of course, Coach Ria. Starting March 2nd, so stay tuned. And of course, we will have our schedule show as usual for Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So spread the show, spread the love, and until then, stay amazing, be love, you are love. If you'd like to know more about me and how I can help you and be in service to you, please visit my website at www.yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.